0: Comes the, comes Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Moneyline Madness podcast. I am Matt cherigo here with the one and only Andy B. Andy, how are we feeling today?
1: <clears throat> um amazing, honestly. It's been a, it's been a, it was a great week this week for for baseball. So I mean, everybody's pretty excited about that. Coming off that, and everybody's playing today, so everybody's in a pretty good mood about that as well.
0: So. Absolutely. It was a pretty cool all-star weekend, if I do say so myself. One of the more exciting ones in the past couple of years. A um, lot going on. A lot of drama as well, as we know, circling, circling the MLB. Um, and not just that, but we're hearing also some drama throughout the NBA, obviously with this Donovan Mitchell news, continuing to you know, spew whatever the Utah Jazz and whatever the Knicks are talking about. So we're going to be discussing an all-star recap, giving some MLB bets, and yeah, just basically keeping updated on everything that's been going on since our last episode. So, and do you want to talk about the home run derby a little bit? Because I know your guy, J Rod, you know, I wasn't too big on him going into it, but you came out heavily supporting him and, you know, he proved you right.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, J Rod, I said he was a sneaky and it, it's, it sucked for me because obviously I was rooting for Pete and it was tough, but I said, Always watch out for these young guys. That's a power hitter. I know he doesn't look like he's kind of lanky, but he's a power hitter. He's a great player. So, uh, yeah, that was a cool moment. But I think everybody's my personal favorite moment. Other than Pete, if Pete would have won, I think I, the guy I wanted to win one. I think I'm, I'm I'm full on Juan Soto right now. Yeah, in every
0: way. I mean, honestly, it was a. Uh... Besides Pete losing, really, it, it all went your way, you know. Kyle Schwarber, you know, you're a big oh, Philly God. hater. He right. lost first round, he looked absolutely atrocious. I mean, handing over, like, bending the knee to Albert Pujols, like, the corpse of Albert Pujols yeah. was just crazy. I get it, you know, in terms of maybe a farewell tour, but that was kind of crazy. The fact that he just absolutely stunk it up. I mean, yeah, Pujols took a timeout, what 30 seconds in, like, he yeah. took his timeout literally like, 30 seconds in, yeah. and everyone. Came out afterwards, basically praising him, thinking that it was a wrap because yeah. Schwarber was expected to hit, you know, fifteen home runs, and he couldn't. So yeah. that part was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, be-
1: because this is a betting shot. I'll tell a quick story. Five seconds, I promise. It was my brother had a bet that uh, Benwell had a bet that had it was Schwarber, Rodriguez, Alonso, and I'm um, the uh, Soto getting to the next round, Okay. As Schwarber was the last last one he needed because we all knew. Soto was gonna go, so he was so hyped. He was like, "All right, he did it. He did it. It's it's Schwarber's the last guy. That's all I need because yeah, because the other guys that was it. the last leg. It was that was but, a lock. You know, cool. he's number one speed. I tell you, I've not heard my brother yell like that in a long time. He was flaming. He was pissed. I mean, I would be too. I would be too. I it. I I don't understand why they all get thirty bonus seconds. That's curious to me yeah. he didn't earn it in any way yeah so you definitely weird.
0: should earn it it doesn't really make yeah. sense that if like, you're
1: well, gonna give him yeah. an extra 30 seconds just just put it just on with three the time. minutes just yeah. make it 330 maybe yep. four minutes I mean very questionable but uh, all in all the home run derby uh, the last few years has maybe been better than it had been for a while because it had kind of lost its lust there a lot like the NBA dunk contest but they really they got some big names in the uh, home run derby again so it's definitely a big thing obviously Uh, Very upset for Pete, though.
0: Very upset. I mean, I don't, I was upset for him, but yeah, yeah. So we got a comment here from Kyle, and he said, Pete Alonzo hiding in the locker room by himself with his eyes closed was the corniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, between that and the deadlifts, man, I don't know. That was crazy. Pete just hit like, it was wild. It really reminded me of, uh I mean, it was even worse than Dak Prescott when he was doing those hip checks, you know, getting his hips loose before that one game. Like it was that kind of meme to me. Like he was taking it so seriously and then to come out and, you know, have that happen. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It is, for as a Mets fan. And it's unfortunate when you're putting literally your all into something yeah. like that. And then you yeah. just come up a little bit short.
1: Well, I said, usually for Pete, that that's the biggest moment of the season. Now he's got to, he's got to, First place team, he's coming back to, so this is a little bit of a different vibe for him. So I don't think he should be as upset as uh, as upset as he looked. Uh, yeah. Well, he didn't look that upset. So I yeah. think we were all happy for Juan Soto. Yeah, we're no, that's a fact.
0: And part Kyle part says part. I'm a Mets fan, and I was completely ashamed of Pete. He embarrassed us. <laughs> yes, but according to Andy, future Met Juan Soto, you know, brought oh, yeah. you guys uh, some uh, some fortitude there. And apparently, I heard a lot of a lot of rumors swirling around that Starling Marte was very uh friendly doing some recruiting.
1: Were you were you week. watching?
0: I he was didn't watching. leave his side. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> it was it was incredible. I don't know if you saw uh the meme on Twitter and it was literally like Starling Marte to Juan Soto over the weekend and it was like Charlemagne the God like cro- like yeah, fake laughing yeah. at yeah. everything Cardi B yeah, says. Yeah. Oh I it was so that. it was so good. Yeah. Like it was it's literally perfect. And that's exactly what was happening. So I mean I think you guys have a good shot at him. I don't know if the Nationals want to trade him within the division. That's really the biggest telltale thing to me. Um, You tend to think that that doesn't matter. You want to give the people a little bit of an explanation because you were telling me via Twitter DM that you don't think that's as big of a deal as I make it out to be.
1: Yeah. So a quick like analogy I used yesterday when Andy Martino said that the Nationals aren't overly excited to trade him to the Mets. I I get it. You don't want to, but let's say you need a heart transplant and I'm offering you my entire heart, everything I have, my best heart. All right and everybody else is offering you just parts of the heart just valves that's what it reminds me of everybody could kind of offer you know the Dodgers could offer their top 3 the Mets i think at this point it seems pretty clear are willing to part with their top 6 prospects with no problem that's how bad they want Juan Soto so if the Mets have the best offer i don't think it matters if they don't then yeah they're not going to over they're not going to out and look for the Mets no but if the Mets make the best offer, they can't turn it down. You're not going to turn down my heart if you need one. So that's kind of the analogy I use. Because Andy Martino tweeted something. Who, by the way, he doesn't let people comment on his shit, which is stupid, so.
0: yeah, he he doesn't like the trolls anymore. He got yeah, governor uh, of comments. Yeah, that's not he's not with that. But I mean, that's a that's a very odd analogy. If I do if I do say so myself, um, I have seen packages from other teams that do seem somewhat appealing. So I don't know how much it really depends on how much stake the nationals feel that trading Soto within the division holds, you know, how much weight does that hold to them? And we truly don't know. We don't have a source in the nationals clubhouse. So, you know, that is what it is. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about was obviously Soto won the home run derby and then Giancarlo Stanton, won the MVP, right? And you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna talk about him because he's a Yankee. Well, that's actually not no, the case.
1: He deserves to be talked about.
0: No, he does he deserves yeah. to be talked about. He hit the the hardest home run or the yeah, hardest really. hit in like all star history or something oh, yeah. like that. It was something ridiculous. But what I wanted to talk about is because this is a sports betting show, obviously we look for the telltale signs that would tell you why a bet would occur, right? So looking back, hindsight is obviously 2020 But this is the type of situation where we can learn something from as sports bettors. So basically, over this weekend, Juan Soto won the the Home Run Derby and Giancarlo won the All-Star Game MVP. The whole story going into the Home Run Derby was Juan Soto trade rumors and everything surrounding that. The Nationals didn't get him a plane to fly out there, so he had to actually fly coach by himself out to L.A. Um, and what is one thing that Juan Soto, you know, would want to do? Juan (laughs) Soto is a superstar. He loves being in the spotlight. One way that he could boost his trade value, boost his star status is by winning the home run derby. You know, that's one thing that I like looking back, it should have been like, wow, Juan Soto is way more valuable, you know, on, I don't, I forget what we said he was, but maybe like a plus 800 plus 900 at the time.
1: I think it was plus 700. Wow. So like, even
0: then looking back, we, we should have thought maybe, you know, what the value of that is better. And then on the flip side of things with Giancarlo, the whole story was, is Giancarlo going to compete in the home run derby being that he is from LA being that he has, you know, the story of him and his dad, uh, in Dodger stadium and all of that, you know, with the Dodger dogs and him being Mike Stanton and not (laughs) Giancarlo, you know, all of that. Um, so like, obviously, like I said, hindsight is 2020, but going into, you know, the sports world, we can use these types of Uh, not analytics, but kind of off the field stories, yeah, stories Stories that kind of
1: definitely
0: think could boost you know our opinion on these types of situations. So, looking back, I think Juan Soto and Giancarlo, I saw a couple bet slips have it on there of a parlay of them two, and they were pretty fat considering Giancarlo was like a plus 1500 for the MVP. So, looking back, you know, it's 2020, but we're definitely going to keep our eye on those same types of trends or something yeah. in the future, you know, say the NBA all-star game comes up and there's something similar to that. It might be worth considering.
1: Yeah. That, that makes sense completely. I, listen, I, when I heard the Juan Soto story, I immediately thought of this all-star week is going to be very interesting because I knew people were going to be, I, I don't know what conversations were happening in the locker room, but I'm sure he was hearing it all week. Like, Hey, yo, I'd love to play with you. Hey, it'd be great if we could get you over here. Um, you'd look great in our uniform. Like I'm sure he's heard that. And that probably got him very excited because I think he also probably sees the end with the nationals. I think it's a guarantee he's getting traded this week. Uh Not this week. It could be next week, Eight uh, August. 2nd, the next game. two yeah. weeks, you know, I think he's, he's probably in his best, his best vibe right now. Cause he sees the end there and he doesn't want to be there anymore. And wherever he goes, is probably going to give him a fat contract. Cause he's not going to not get extended. If you're willing to trade what you're willing to trade. So Ultimately, I think you're right. We should have seen something like that coming. And with Stanton, you're right. It was back home playing in the All-Star game, full focus on that. That's it's awesome. <laughs> it didn't work yesterday. They got swept, but it really yeah, okay, them. yeah, yeah. It didn't work yesterday. But one thing,
0: again. one one thing that was cool yesterday, Aaron Judge's home run. Can we talk about that? The fact that he's like just still mashing the ball post All-Star break I'm, out of I'm the stadium. I'm Very
1: honest with you. I watched one inning of that game, it, of any of the games, and it oh. was the ninth inning when the Astros walked it off.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Well, <laughs> all right. With that being said, we're going to make our way into some of our bets for tonight. Um, yeah. I got a pretty loaded bet slip, if I do say so myself. Andy, you want to start us off with whatever you got to uh,
1: give me? Because I know you're going to be present at oh, the Mets yeah.
0: game tonight. So let me hear your uh, your little pick for that.
1: Oh yeah, I've got a. It's a pretty big game tonight. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Max Scherzer. He's pretty good. Uh, he's starting tonight against San Diego. They've got to come out of the break hot. I mean, Atlanta. If you look at Atlanta's schedule, it's a joke. I, I think they start. Well, who do they start with? That's a joke. They don't even play today? Oh, that's Atlanta. Oh, no, Atlanta, Atlanta starts plays, with the Angels. They play the Angels uh, going up against yeah.
0: Otani. They got Morton on the mound.
1: Oh, okay. Well, they're going up against Otani. They might lose tonight. You might have a chance to uh, to extend your lead. Who knows? But it is a joke their schedule either way. But. Back to the Mets. The Mets have a very tough five days coming up. Scherzer's going to start twice in five days. I think he's got to start on a great tone tonight against San Diego. They've got they've got the NL MVP right now, so they he has to be hot. I've got him over seven and a half strikeouts. Now that's a little bit of a high number, but at plus one hundred six, I think eight strikeouts is the Mets have been. Every pitcher for the Mets has been striking out a ridiculous amount of hitters when they start. Taiwan Walker and Max Scherzer, for example, have. I think, at double-digit strikeouts like five or six times in the past two months. man. That's something the Mets never used to do other than, obviously, DeGrom, who, by the way, is on his way back. But Scherzer at over 7.5 strikeouts against a team that does strike out a good amount in San Diego. So I like that one tonight. But it also is going to be a great game. Can't wait to watch it. So.
0: It's I think the most interesting part – and kind of what's selling me the most on your bet is yeah say seven and a half is a little bit high but max scherzer is the type of guy we've seen him he's a competitor like he's the biggest competitor on the mound out of basically any pitcher in the mlb you see him talking to himself you see him talking to talking shit to everybody out there anybody that wants to hear it basically max scherzer is going to go out there and he's going to compete it doesn't matter who um who it's up against so i like that bet a lot and if you're going to be there i mean hey why not support it? You know.
1: Oh yeah, I'm very excited. Sitting out in left field, if Pete could hit us a home run, that would be great. That'd
0: be yeah, that would be electric. Yeah, that would be electric. Considering he was uh, well rested after the home run derby, you know, he should have a he should yeah. have a good night tonight. I'm one expecting. more
1: one more nail for the uh, the ply of what I'm putting here to try to get you to make this bet. Uh, okay. Eleven strikeouts in his last start. So
0: wow, coming off a pretty I mean, hot start. Hey, yeah, and that was his first game back. No. Uh second. His second second game
1: back. And it was was against the Cubs, but they strike I think the Padres strike out more than the Cubs if I'm they might strike out more than the Cubs. Just being that they're a
0: more kind of power hitting reliant team. Yeah. Um, I got a couple National League picks for today. Um, obviously, I'm gonna hop on in addition to what you're talking about. I'm gonna take that Mets minus one and a half. I think that you Darvish isn't really what we have seen him be in the past. I mean it's this season his ERA is above three and a half, really not what he's accustomed to. Um he gives up a lot of fly balls. And I feel like in New York with this humidity out right now, it's just I feel like the ball's gonna be flying off the bat. And I'm gonna take that Mets minus one and a half for plus money at plus one twenty five. I'm okay with throwing half a unit on that. Yeah.
1: Because this is probably the best game tonight, another thing to watch out if you Darvish hits Pete Alonso with a baseball, there's gonna be a fight. So. You think so? He got he got hit twice by you last time. So
0: interesting. That's
1: definitely interesting. something. It's, to watch. it's not
0: what it's not what you want to it's say. It's not what you, know? you want to all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you want to say.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I got uh, I got another one for you. Keeping it in the national league. We always talk about it. Good teams beating up on bad teams. Uh the St. Louis Cardinals going up against the Reds. Minus one and a half comes in at minus 102. Um, the Cardinals got Wayne right on the mound tonight. It just like like I said, these ones really don't need that much of an explanation. Paul uh, Paul Goldschmidt, absolutely raking heading into the All Star break. I mean, the man is on fire. Albert Pujols, hopefully he had a nice few days off and could keep you know doing contributing in some veteran you know leadership ways, whichever He's they the consider him valuable. No, absolutely. Yeah. But the the Cardinals lineup is coming around. Um, and I expect Wainwright, obviously, against a bad team like the Reds. This is where usually he gets his bread and butter. Okay. So I'm expecting them to come out and cover that minus one and a
1: half. I like that one. That one's that, – I feel like they play every week. I feel like every week they play against each other. I think you had that exact bet last week if I'm not yeah. saying you said I think you said word for word same thing and I was like is he talking about the Cardinals Reds again look over and oh yeah they're playing again so, yeah
0: yeah, yeah I probably. just keep drilling that one because it's like, it's like the uh, what, what is it that we used to say with the NBA it was like the Timberwolves and the Thunder or something oh like that. yeah I yeah the, like no, the, the
1: Timberwolves the Timberwolves and the Warriors I think every single time they played we were doing episodes and you were always yeah. oh, picking and I'm like this feels <laughs> this feels like it happens a lot
0: seriously uh, uh, another comment from Kyle he said Philly's money line up to minus 134 now and rising fast. I feel like everyone needs to lock that in before it's too late. Justin Steele is awful on the road and the Cubs are a joke. I like Kyle Gibson. Well, yeah, I mean, Phillies have been rolling uh, heading into the break as well. And considering they're playing the Cubs, I'm pretty comfortable with that as well. Um, Ever since they fired Girardi, it seems like they found a little bit more momentum, especially on the mound and defensively. So I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that as well. Let me check FanDuel right now. Yeah. And yeah, I see it, it is sitting at -136 right now on the money line. So, definitely the over under sitting at 9. So, honestly, if you feel comfortable taking that under, um I might be okay with that as well. I feel like it's not really going to be too high of a game right there, but I'm comfortable with if you want to parlay both of those in case the minus 136 is just not really interesting.
1: Yeah. The Phillies are a team I'm sure we're going to do some type of trade deadline type thing. Um, That'll be a team we talk about a lot. There's a lot of un- – as much as I love to hate on them, there's a lot of untapped potential there. They, they have solid starting pitch. I mean, Gibson's a pretty good four if he's your four. I don't think he is right now for them. That's the problem. But – um, yeah, they have a lot of untapped potential. They're a team. They should sweep the Cubs. If they don't sweep the Cubs, I'll be very alarmed. The, the Cubs are. I don't know if you saw it. The play that that pretty much went viral on Sunday. They they mm. do they do things that. They, they make you scratch your head a lot. So, yeah, I really like that one tonight. The Phillies winning that game shouldn't shouldn't really be a question, so I really do like that. I would put a pretty decent amount on that,
0: actually. <laughs> Kyle also says that the game of Cincinnati and St. Louis scares him a little bit. Wainwright's ERA on the road is 4.10, and Ashcraft's ERA at home is 2.67. Scary splits. Um, okay, I can see where you're coming from with um, – more so the Ashcraft year. I don't like just specifically going off of ERA. I feel like sometimes that could get a little bit skewed, but I mean, for Ashcraft, that is relatively impressive considering he does play for the Reds. Um, Wainwright, the main thing that I was looking at with Wainwright is his last start. He gave them five innings of zero run baseball. And I was kind of looking at that considering it was against a better team than the Reds. um, I was kind of looking for him to keep that momentum, the Cardinals and basic with the Cardinals and basically, uh um, want to being that he's a veteran, he's going to look to come out of the all-star break and he's going to want to keep that same, uh, high kind of tide for them. So that's really where my angle was coming from. But I can also see that, uh, how, if you aren't interested in that game, you know, I do have a bigger bit, a little bit bigger of a lock for you. And do you want to give one of your picks before I drop yes, I, this one that I have on deck is it's a hammer. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: I hope I'm not stealing it. Wait, which which division is yours? And I'll give another one. You know, what? send it, and then I'll uh, send it? it. Mine's mine's a little bit more. It's not the typical. So okay, go ahead. Astros minus one and a half is my big one. Uh, I like this one a lot. They're, I, I don't even know how to explain how good they are, but they are the best team in the American League. I don't care what records say. I don't care what it says. Find me a hole on that team. Find me a hole. Because I was watching Rafael Montero closing games for them last night. And I thought he stopped playing baseball when he left the Mets six years ago or whatever. That guy, if they can resurrect that guy's career, they can do anything. They are a, listen, I know they cheated a while ago. Now they're just a lab for great players. They've got test tubes with talent in it. It's They are an amazing team. There's no holes. They could add a catcher if they wanted to, if they really felt like it. I heard they're interested in Josh Bell. If they get Josh Bell, we might as well wrap up the season right now. The team's amazing. So they're playing Seattle, who is red hot. And I said last week, it's going to take a lot to get a hot team like this to stop. This is a lot. The Astros are a lot. So I'm thinking... The Astros will probably take two or three this weekend, and I think it starts tonight. They've got Arcady on the mound against Marco Gonzalez. Gonzalez doesn't go very far in his starts, so you're going to see a lot of the Mariners' bullpen. Fresh out the gate. The only thing that really scares me is the same thing that scares me with the Yankees tonight. That doubleheader yesterday should have never happened. It's a joke that they had to play a doubleheader and then go travel – to places they travel to Seattle, which so is dumb. one of the farthest places you could travel. Yep. So it makes it, it made no sense by baseball. But I still there's so much talent in Houston. So I've got Houston minus one and a half tonight. At a plus 140, plus 140, plus
0: money. Plus 140, so that's very interesting because I'm looking at the ESPN analytics right now and they're actually taking Seattle 51% over Houston 49%. So, I mean, I'm uh, I'm not opposed to Houston. I think that that's a great opportunity for some plus money. And like I say, if you don't want to necessarily throw a bag on that. We use some of the bankroll from these good teams beating up on bad teams to roll into these other bets. So, I, you know, something like this, you could throw half a unit on and still feel like relatively comfortable with the Astros. Yeah. All right. I got my hammer of tonight. So actually I got, I got two of them that I'm extremely comfortable with really putting whatever on. And the first one is going to be Tyone four plus strikeouts and the Yankees to win. I mean, he's put up Uh, an average of five in his last five starts. So I'll take that all day. I mean, that's four seems relatively easy. And then we're playing the Orioles. I mean, coming off that doubleheader yesterday, like we need a win pretty badly. Tyone's been one of the better starters in the Yankee. Like he, Tyone has had a better season than Severino. And I feel like that's really not that hard to see. I mean, he has been really good. The guy's going to get paid. After this season, that's how good yeah. he has been. Yeah. Um, so Tyone, four plus strikeouts and the Yankees to win. The odds actually just moved up on that at plus 110 mm-hmm. against the Orioles. Like I am hammering that home tonight. So like I said, Jamison Tyone, that's a player performance double, four strikeouts, Yankees to win, plus yeah. 110. We'll be riding that one.
1: I'm going to say something really quick, and I don't mean like to, to disparage yeah. the Yankees, but you know what I'm seeing a lot of? And it's something that happened last year with the Mets. Okay. Every time they lose, there's a lot of this, well, we're still in first place thing. Not from the players. The players and, and Aaron Boone, what he said last night was perfect, but the the fans. And not you, but I, I read the comments because I'm weird and I spend a lot of time on Twitter. What else gotcha. can I do? I see a lot of this, well, we lost, but hey, we're still in first place. Hey, we're still in first place. We're still in first place. And they're not losing first place in their division, but they're not going to be first place in the AL for long. And I'm seeing a lot of this hiding behind first place thing. If they don't think they need some things at the trade deadline, they're another thing they have another thing coming because they're not losing this division. They've they did so well in the first half of building a lead that is ridiculous. But scoffing at games against the Orioles is not allowed right now. I mean, they, yeah. they the Orioles are hot, but also the Yankees coming in losing two games to the Astros that can do a lot of bad to you. So there's got to be kind of a little bit of a, an urgency tonight, which is why I really like this because. They cannot lose the first three games tonight, so so it's going to be very interesting.
0: What are your guys' individual Twitter accounts? I don't see them in the description. Uh, I'm going to comment mine right here.
1: I'll say mine. Mine's pretty and easy. yours? Yeah. Confusing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it really just has a couple eyes in it, but
1: it's a a few eyes. You got to count up.
0: It's literally just three, but all right. Oh no, it's it's actually two. (laughs) Oh yeah. Thank you for that. Um, And then Andy, Andy could type his in right there as well. Um, I appreciate the support, Kyle. Thank you obviously for showing up and commenting. We appreciate the interaction and we appreciate your takes as well, because we know you and the sauce network do have some good knowledge, especially when it comes to these baseball picks. Andy, I got one more hammer for you. And I am I'm loving this one too. And it's mostly because I mean the Royals just stink, in my opinion. I mean, it, oh, yeah. they, they they're really bad. So I'm riding home tonight. Tampa Bay rays minus one and a half. That comes in at plus one thirty-four. And the reason that this is plus money, and I, I kind of I understand it, they got Drew Drew Rasmussen on the mound, who isn't necessarily you know a bona fide superstar, but the Royals stick. Like I said, the Royals are very bad. They haven't decided who they're even throwing yet. And Tampa Bay is a team that beats up on bad teams like this. I mean, we saw them go last season. What was it, like 29-2 and two against teams that were under yeah. five hundred. So they're known for beating up on these bad teams. And the Royals, another one that's probably going to fall victim. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, we're going to ride those home for plus yeah. money, plus 134. I'm comfortable throwing a whole unit on that.
1: Yeah, the Royals are one of those teams where a lot of money is going to be made against them in August and September because after the trade deadline, it kind of gets to the point where they, these teams have nobodies. Like they have double A, single A player, not single A, uh, triple A, double A players playing for them. And and the Astros are going to fall victim to that because they have some very appealing assets, if you will, on that team. Obviously, their left fielder's is pretty appealing. But yeah, I like that one because... Even on the road, I think Tampa Bay is kind of flying under the radar. They're ten games over five hundred and they're in a playoff spot right now. So there's not really they're doing what they usually do. They win. So yep. it's gonna be tonight, I think definitely a good one. I have one final one. Okay. Um, and it is the uh tonight's game. It's a team that's been, I would say, the most disappointing just because of how good they were last year. And they're playing the Dodgers. So I mean, it's pretty uh it's always a pretty big game when they play. Giants, Absolutely. Dodgers. Yep. At Dodger Stadium, the fanfare is over from uh, the All Star Game, but it's still big. It's still a big series. Uh, The
0: fact that they just get to stay home, like the Dodgers, the Dodgers get the most. Like the same way that like Roger Goodell sucks the you know sucks the life out of the Patriots, or we saw that or felt that way when you know Tom Brady was over there is the same way that Manfred sucks on the Dodgers. Like he's just the biggest eater, bro. Like it's just, it's gross. Is it like, no, you're you're right.
1: Everybody else had to travel to them and then, and then go back and now they don't have to move. Travel to them. And then you got Houston going to Seattle, you know, playing in New York and then going to like, come on, man. It's just, it's it's very, you're right. I agree with you. The Dodgers do get some treatment. Yeah. They played in, well, the Yankees had to go from, LA. LA, I Houston. don't think they went back to New York. There's no, no they went to LA, the Houston, players and they, then yeah. Baltimore. Like,
0: and then Houston yeah. went LA, Houston, Seattle. Yeah. Like, it's just stupid. Meanwhile, everyone in LA just yeah. gets to sit back and, you know, kick, like, kick it. Like, it's they it's didn't even win there. the World
1: Series. Not like they get like special treatment for winning the World Series. They didn't even make it. Like, I don't know. No, it's, it's yeah, odd. it's not. Yeah, it's know. very odd. Um, I got one more. Uh, yeah, I got the one more. The Dodgers, I have the Dodgers minus one and a half. The Giants are kind of in, a, in the worst place you could be in a season you're 48 and 44 no shots win the division the nl wild card to me is a crap shoot because there's a few teams that can get into the wild card and ultimately i don't think any of them want to face one particular team, and that's the Padres. So I think everybody wants to avoid them. So making the playoffs obviously is a goal for, like, the Phillies and them. But the Giants are an analytic team. They can reload like crazy. They've got money. They're going to be in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. We'll see how that goes. That's kind of what they need to be gearing up for. They need to be gearing up for stuff like that. And if you can get some prospects back for some of their top guys like Carlos Rodon, uh jock peterson that's probably where they're at right now so they're in a weird place so maybe if they win this series they can save their season but i don't see it happening dodgers are a much better team dodgers want to put them to sleep and put them into a seller mode so i've got the minus one and a half tonight at home good pitching matchup too. logan webb who's, who's been hot lately but uh tyler anderson on the other side who's 10 and 1 with a yep. 296 yeah so we, we, talk talk about about him, we talk about him we talk about him uh, he's always pitching you know yeah, he's always he, he, yeah yeah, much. He's always
0: pitching for the Dodgers whenever we have an episode. Um, I really like where you the angle that you're coming from on this because that really is the the scenario that we're looking at. A team like the Dodgers, they look at this as we could put the the giants away yeah. you know we win this series we sweep this series and we're convincing the giants to sell at the deadline
1: yeah so our teams should be very in on that too because oh yeah for jock and peterson we should both be in on they got a lot two,
0: to uh to saying, sell so. isn't that wouldn't that be interesting him reuniting in uh la would be no <laughs> no that no, no, no. <laughs>
1: would not wouldn't, that's, and that's not atlanta really either not atlanta yeah. either he could Jeez. he could go to the al um if he's not a met and i don't want i don't Necessarily, him because he's a lefty. Um, yeah, I, he could go, he I could see, could see him as League. a Red Sox, he could go to the Yankees. No, I think the Red Sox are selling. I think a lot of people are kind of under underrating the fact that Red Sox might need to sell.
0: What they are you stink, fighting so. for What do you know? Yeah, they the stay to
1: win the World Series this year. So,
0: yeah, I'm all i man. You, I'm good to shit on the Red Sox whenever you want to. Did you see, on the Red is Sox, you see so. they're
1: interested in Dom Smith?
0: Really, that's wow. that's, he's that's, yeah, that's he's gonna save their season. Yeah, he's gonna save their season. weird. Wow,
1: sad. G, sad, sad
0: G fall. for the Red Sox. Hey, I'm not mad at it. Like I said, the Red Sox suck. Um, It's yeah. good to see a guy like Alex Cora you fail. We enjoy that. You know, we really love to see that. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else I'm really interested in on tonight's you know, slate. Um, Let's see. Maybe, right. you know, one more thing that I do like is, and actually I don't even see that game on FanDuel right I now.
1: Like- the Corbin Burns pitcher tonight against Colorado speaks strikeouts to me. Oh yeah, what do we? Uh, let's get a number on that. Uh, that speaks strikeouts.
0: Let's see player strikeouts. Corbin Burns, his is coming in at
1: eight and a half. Maybe it's not speaking to me. Though. Yeah, yeah, they Maybe knew. They knew. They knew it was going to speak to me. I well, did see. Uh, I did see something that said good pitching mashup mm-hmm. in Boston too.
0: Yeah, I saw something that said, if you can, I think it was Props.Cash tweeted it out. And they said uh, betting against Sensatella, his hits, for him to give up more than five hits was plus money today. I don't know if that's a prop on FanDuel, but I did see that apparently he's given up that 100% of the time so far this season. Um, One more thing that I was looking for tonight was any Marlins type of bets, but they don't have that game on on FanDuel. So that's really kind of interesting to me. Um, if you could roll with the Marlins tonight, um, I know that Braxton Garrett is one in three, and that really doesn't tell the whole tale being that he's on, he's stuck on the Marlins, but going up against a team like the Pittsburgh Pirates, I'm comfortable taking their money line relatively at whatever it sits at right now. Uh, yeah. The Pirates starter hasn't yeah, has been, been, announced been announced yet. yet. Um, that's kind of more so why I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I don't, I don't know if that's crazy or not, but the, I mean, the Pirates just stink, in my opinion. So the Miami Marlins are more slept on somewhat, especially that lineup coming out of the All-Star break. I'm not sure if Jazz is going to be playing. I don't think he's 100% just yet. But I really like Garrett Cooper, and I think that he's going to be able to hold that offense for them, especially against a bad team like the Pirates. I mean, they're basically playing AAA kids out there. So I'm cool with rolling with their money line when that does come out. I'm sure we're going to be tweeting that out.
1: I would like to see – uh the Marlins score a run. It's been a while. I don't know if you saw the number. It's been—I uh, don't know if it's been 34 innings, but I saw a stat that it was. They're due.
0: They're they due. Like, I hope due. Like the Pirates. I mean, like, how does that not like? They they should be like. You should win that game. I don't. Yeah. Know.
1: If it's if it's Quintana, it could be a tough night for the Marlins. I think yeah. he's going to get traded this week too. I, I can't wait gonna, for the, yeah. trade he, the trade deadline. The trade deadline in the
0: MLB is going to be really interesting. We're going to be keeping up with it. Oh, We're yeah. going to have another episode. I'm hoping Sunday when we get some oh, yeah. type of news, you know, hopefully something could break relatively sooner than later. That's
1: interesting. Juan's going to be making uh, his debut on Tuesday for the Mets. Wow. Wow. Wow.
0: We got the Subway Series next week too. We do have the Subway Series. We got to do an episode one of those dude. Marlins have scored one combined run in 36 innings. There you go. Yeah. No, it's – yeah, 36 uh-huh. total. Wow. 30. I thought it was like 25 maybe. 36, uh, 36. that's getting a little embarrassing. So, but –
1: that's tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is without Jazz. You know, you see that he holds a lot of weight in that offense. But like I said, I, I'm relying on a guy like Garrett Cooper to come through for me tonight. No. Um against a team like the Pirates, four straight games, three straight shutouts, Kyle right. says. And the the Pirates, you gotta get right against. Like yeah. get get right against a bad team like the Pirates. They're sitting with thirty nine wins. So if you can't get right against a guy like or a team like that, that um if it isn't Quintana, then I'm I'm comfortable throwing money yeah. on that money line. But uh we're going to be keeping an update on that. Probably tweeting it out whenever it does come out. Oh, so, yeah. and you got any more picks for
1: me today? No, I'll definitely be tweeting out. I got a long drive coming up in a in a few hours, so yeah, I'll I'll be tweeting some things out. I'm I'm very excited to see uh this uh this weekend cuz it's usually the one that kind of shapes who's going to sell and who's going to buy. Talked about the Giants and Red Sox, so it's going to be very interesting weekend. And uh some teams get to play the uh, Orioles, some teams have to play the Padres.
0: Yeah, it is what it is, you know. Hopefully the Mets can still prevail. You got Mad Max on the mound, and I hope for your sake and for your enjoyment of the game that you will have as good of an experience as I am anticipating the Yankees yeah. having against a team like the Orioles. Yeah. One so. more
1: one more thing. I'm very look at the jersey I'm wearing right now. Everybody else will be wearing black. I've got to find a black jersey. I might have to purchase one tonight.
0: Get yeah, I was going to say definitely get a Mad Max black Mets jersey. Oh yeah. That that might be a must-cop. But yeah, I think that's going to wrap it us wrap yes, it sir. up for us today. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Kyle, for all the interaction. We appreciate you and the sauce network as always. Um, in case anybody doesn't see the banner right below, right there, uh, follow us on Twitter, on TikTok at ML madness pod on Instagram as well. And don't forget to drop a follow for most sports across all platforms. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been Moneyline Madness episode 52, and we will catch you guys Sunday morning. Take it easy. Peace. It's gone,
1: Matt.